At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. All righty, we're back. Primetime action, hour number two here from Las Vegas, South Point Sportsbook Studio. Ben Wilson on the desk, joined by Matt Brown. We've got Kelly Bidlin behind the glass. We're ready to get into our our. This is big. We've got it. We've got some twenty dollars bills daintily spread out on the top of the desk, Matt. I feel like we're very professional in the way we lay this. St- See, right there. Yeah, we got up to forty a piece last time, Ben. So I, I made a pyramid out of it, but I, I didn't. Oh. I didn't take the time to do you, that. Today. So yeah. Kelly creased his like a true Vegas professional. There you the go. One you see right in the middle, and then Matt was just kind of showing off his wad of bills during the break, just to make me feel. Some better. unfortunate news coming <laughs> through here right now. Um, it looked like sports betting was going to get passed in North Carolina today. Um, it had. Mm. Passed three different committees in the past 24 hours. It looked like we were on, we were on pace to get a new state added. And actually, the legislatures killed the the betting legislation on the House floor tonight. And so it does not look wow. like we are going to get sports betting in North Carolina this year. Where it was a it was a big favorite like this morning as uh, for all that happening. And then. Uh, something went something went sideways. So uh, unfortunate news that we got there coming out of North Carolina. That is, that, is, wow. that is certainly a shame. Well, they have to resort to our method here. Just yeah, that's what they should do. That's what they should do for sure. That's that. So Kelly's is in the middle. Uh, mine is very. I mean, I, I kind of went like sort of crease and then Matt just threw his down. Uh, that is for the prop watch. Which we're, should we just do that right now, Kelly? Let's we, go. Fire right, it let's up, do boys. It. Prop watch. Avalanche. Lightning. Game for Stanley Cup final, and it is all about the goal props. So, Kelly, what are we doing here? We, we each of us make 
Two selections? Now we're going to go one one at a time, around in a okay. circle. You can start first since it's your first time. I get to and start Matt first. Will go and I'll go. Okay. Go counterclockwise. I uh, all right. Uh, I am going to go. I'm going to go uh, Andre Pilat here. Me? Only one. Kale McCarr. God, that was going to be my second. Who's the guy that keeps uh, Landeskog? Landeskog. I'm not missing out on that one. He was time. my no, no no. He was he was my next. Yeah, yeah, I was not. Mm. We were not going to get through mm. this, right, right? With him scoring again, the two times we've done this, Landis Cog has gotten the I should not have been awarded this goal, but I've got <laughs> awarded right. this goal. So you go, Landis. I'm going Landis Cog. You yep. went who? Palat. Palat. And then All Ben, right. you're up again. I'm up again. Uh, give me Nichushkin. Nichushkin. And I went. Who did I? I went. Who did I? I went McCarr. Yeah, all right. I like that representation. And then you went. I got one on each side. Who did you Palat go? Nichushkin. At 13 to 1. Yeah. Um, all right. Not that the odds matter. But no, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, well, I was going to say, like, do I get any bonus here? Like, does that have any Sorelli count? <laughs> no, but what we've noticed is the, the short shots have not, uh, don't hit. Have that not, is, that is no true. They have not hit. The yeah. short shots kidding. have not hit. So I'm trying to, I'm going to, I'm going to zig he, where. He, he did throw me off with his Andres Palat one because I already had that in my mind. Oh, that you were going there? Yeah, yeah. See, because he was my winner last time. Yeah. Oh, really? Wow. Okay. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Because Ben, the, feel the, about that. Ben, the two times we've done this, there's been like five goals scored before like <laughs> one of our guys actually hits. It's really sad. So Comfer and then Perry and then Kalorn and then yeah. I'm going uh, Vic, exactly. Victor Hedman for me. So I have Makar and Hedman. Okay, so we haven't picked the top five guys. No, four guys. Yeah, that's right. Okay. I'm going to go. Remember with, that Jake has a SOG bet on Rantanen. Yeah, I'm going Rantanen. I'm going Rantanen. So you could at least be rooting along with That's him. right. Okay. SOGs and so, goals. I need a lot of goals tonight. Let's uh, go. So you're Landis Gog and Rantanen. I'm Makar Hedman. Okay. He's and got Palat. And which one did you? Nishkushkin. Nishkushkin. Nichushkin. So once once again, Nichushkin. you the two on the desk have split up teams. I've gone solo team. Last time I went with Lightning. Now I'm with Avalanche. Going all apps. All apps. Impressive. All right. That it. That was that was really fun. That didn't last very long, but it was really no. Fun. It well, there's not a lot of uh, handicapping. Yeah, we, there, well, we there's not a lot of. Everybody knows we're not hockey guys, so yeah, we can't really intelligently talk of, this. Yeah, like, nobody. Yeah. Don't tail us on this. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you've seen the first two editions yeah. of this play out, you should know not to tail these at all. I would have said after listening to the last two minutes, you probably wouldn't be like, yeah, I'm going to go to the window yeah, now. Just, just don't tail us. This is this okay. is more for fun. This that, is a content content play. Hashtag content. Yeah. That's what we're doing it for. A the, uh, puck drop the, in about 10 minutes. So. The Blazers making moves. There's a lot mm. of uh, little NBA news and notes today. Uh, nuggets. I'm just going to force in news here, and I guess. Nuggets. But, yeah, yeah, news and nuggets. News and notes here. But we've had Jeremy Grant got traded uh, from the Pistons. I don't know if you saw this earlier today, Matt. But he got traded to the Portland Trail Blazers for a, a series of picks. There's a swap this year in the second mm. round between the two teams. It's a first-round pick. Ends up being a first-round pick down uh, in 2023. Five, basically that Detroit gets in return. Very interesting trade. This is something they've kind of been working on for. We we heard this rumor before the trade deadline last year, this past season too. What this does though, it frees up a ton of salary cap space for Detroit. And on the on the on the uh, Portland side of things, obviously you get Jeremy Grant to pair with Damian Lillard, try to keep Lillard happy. Uh, but he only has one year remaining on his deal too. So I think for Portland, it can be a good test run with Jeremy Grant. 
see how that fit works. Otherwise, you can move on, move on from him at the end of the year. Uh, but 43 million cap space freed up for the Pistons if they clear some of the other guys that they can uh, off their roster would free up 55 mil uh, reports out there that they are targeting DeAndre Ayton and Miles Bridges hard this summer mm. to go after. So, one to keep on there uh, an eye on there. And then the Blazers apparently are in pursuit of Raptors forward OG Ananobi. Those reports have been out for about a week as well uh, trying to get some kind of deal done there with Toronto and the possibly trading the number 7 pick in tomorrow's draft. And we're kind of expecting, like the Hawks say, they want to trade John Collins before the draft. So that's going to be another chip. And you can't, I mean, we'll obviously get into more of a, a deeper dive breakdown on our draft props, Matt, coming up. But it, it almost feels like if I were to set the over under at, let's say, 10 and a half draft night trades, would you take the <laughs> over on that? I, probably not the over on 10 and a half trades, but I would, you know, I'd probably go under. Yeah. I'd go <laughs> under, but maybe I, I'm I just crazy. I think there'll be a, a decent amount. But going back to what you said about Lillard, yeah, I mean, this is this is obviously the move there of them saying, hey, look, we understand. We've failed you. Let us try. Here's here's a, an olive branch. Let us try and placate you for at least a little bit and figure out a way that we can try and rebuild here and, and, and build a winner around you. We don't want you to go anywhere because, by the way, if you leave, we cannot sell any tickets to, to this, right, to this exactly. basketball team like whatsoever. And so, it's gonna, it might be a decade until they yeah. do. Yeah. So, uh, you know, look, I get the move. I understand what they're trying to do. Is it going to be enough? I don't know. You know, I don't know if it's going to be enough for Damian Lillard because, again, he's – He's not a spring chicken now, so yeah. it's one of those things where if he re-signs there, it's basically for the rest of his career, and you're you're having to figure that you're going to be able to somehow turn this team around and get be- not only turn the team around, but also get better than everyone else in the West somewhere along the way during that contract that you end up signing with them and while you're still in your peak years, right? Because, I mean, listen, yeah. not everyone's LeBron. Not everyone's going to perform right. at 37 years old like they did whenever they were 30. So, um, I don't know, man. I don't know if it's going to be enough or not for the people of Portland. I hope it is because, man, it is going to be rough if he leaves. I mean, the guy has been dedicated uh, yes. to Portland, which, I mean, you got to respect. I mean, maybe to a – I, I I think a lot of us would like to see him leave. If from a basketball <laughs> perspective, it could be make, make things more entertaining. But I mean, these smaller market teams, you always feel for them trying to hold on to big t- big time players like that. And and Dame, he's he's stayed committed for, through this entire time. So that has been impressive. Just uh, going around scores in baseball here, quick and live odds. We got the Reds up on the Dodgers three to one. That game into the fifth inning right now. Uh, live odds there. Reds minus 160. Dodgers plus 139.5. The live total uh, in that game. Marlins with a 4-1 to lead over the Rockies. Bottom of the fourth inning. Marlins minus 1,200. Live Rockies plus 700. 9.5 your total. Orioles with a one nothing lead over the Nationals. Um, that game is in the third inning right now. Orioles minus 195. Nationals plus 160. And total just came off the board. Cubs with a seven to one lead over the Pirates. Uh, that one in the fourth inning. Let's we'll see, you can get thirteen to one live on the Pirates. I feel like they can come back. Thirteen and a half is your total. The Rays with a three to one lead over the Yankees in the fourth. Rays minus three twenty five live. Yankees plus two fifty five. Eight and a half your total. Red Sox with a four to two lead early over the Tigers in the third inning. 
and the Giants one to nothing over the Braves in the fourth, and the Twins one to nothing over the Guardians. Bottom of the second inning, Twins minus two ninety live, Guardians plus two thirty seven and a half. Your total, and that was a seven spot in the second for the Cubs on one uh, Jared Eikhoff. He and a hearty twenty one ERA. So uh, O'Neill Cruz there leading off zero for two. Who has seen his in some markets? He is now the co favorite for uh, NL Rookie of the Year. That one of the NL Central matchups. The other top NL Central matchup. Matt starts here in a couple minutes. Brewers Cardinals tonight and it looks like as we get ready for this one to uh, to have first pitch we will see at the moment looks like it's Eric Lauer going for the Brewers Adam Wainwright for the Cardinals this thing will end up closing the Brewers right around a pick them here I'm seeing it DraftKings this one goes off at a brew crew minus a dollar 20. The Angels just didn't read Detmers to AAA. Remember, Uh-oh. he had the, the no-hitter. Oh, man. <laughs> that happened uh, quick. Oh, boy. That's, that's a bummer. Oh, that didn't work. Um, so, good thing for the Cardinals. Goldschmidt back in the lineup for them tonight. Edmund, Carlson, Goldschmidt, Arnato, Yepitz, uh, Pujols, Gorman, Bader, and then, um, then Yelich, Urias, Tle- uh, Rowdy Talese, McCutcheon, Renfro, Navarez, Hayura, Peterson, Narvaez. Taylor. That would be Telez. So, um, <laughs> over there for... Uh, over there for Milwaukee. So about the, about the lineups you would expect for, yeah. for both of these teams tonight. Albert Pujols play in the field, though, really? at first base. They're going to have Goldschmidt DH, I guess, kind of easing him back into the lineup after he wasn't in there uh, last night. Yeah, I mean, look, both teams at full strength here. Lauer, I think, has been performing a little bit over his, uh, over, over his head here. I mean, listen, if you look at his XFIP, it's about 4.4. So there is some, some aggression coming in there. It'd be a Cardinals or nothing for me, but I'm not going to play. Totally, yeah, and Brewers not playing very good baseball mm-hmm. as of right now. Had a big lead in that division. They are now tied with the Cardinals heading into tonight. Brewers still about minus $1.90 favorites in the NL Central. They were as high at one point as uh, minus 450 at least at DraftKings. All right, we'll get back to the NBA. All the draft props, we break them down next here on Primetime Action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. 
If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Ice cold beers, cold hard cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free to play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to start your run at victory. Heineken, beer made better. 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. Back here on primetime action, I'm Ben Wilson. Was just trying to teach Matt Brown about uh, roll out the barrel, which they do after every seventh inning stretch at the uh, Brewer games, as well as Kelly Bidlin, trying to educate the people here. And then we went to uh, just mascot races in general. And then we started talking mascot races in general. So, Which apparently, all of, you're trying to claim that all of them got, were ripped off yeah. from this. That okay. mo- it was the OG okay. race in game. It was always the Milwaukee Brewers, and then the Nationals were the first to rip rip the Brewers off. Are we sure that like no minor league team was doing this, and then the Brewers ripped off a minor league team? Because it seems like all of these yeah. things root in like minor mm-hmm. leagues, and then yeah, I, that's a, that's a good point. I was just gonna ask Ben, have you have you ever dressed up like a mascot? I, no, because you've you've called a lot of minor league baseball. No, right? I haven't. That's uh, the one thing I haven't really I haven't done. I didn't want to do. Never mind, man. I didn't want to go down that path because I figured I would have to. I like. I. I'm the, not really built to roll tarp. That the yeah, exact tarp. You knew where I was and going. I'm not here, really though. built yeah. to be a mascot. So no, I did not. My, minor league baseball. It's great. It's great for everybody getting a fr- a, a start in the business. Whether yes. you're whether you're on the broadcast side or or the playing side. But a lot of times the guy, as you know, the guys that do play by play. They might do that on a on a Monday and Tuesday they might be out in the mascot uniform and Wednesday yeah. they might be rolling. Tarp on the field. Well, the first game, Get a lot I, out the of first employees. professional play-by-play game I ever called was high school football, where two teams each had eleven players on the roster. Like the first quarter, some kid gets hurt, and they were down to ten men for the whole game. And there were, it was like, the, do they still let them play? Yeah. Well, it was like class one, so it was the smallest class. So there were like fifty people at these schools. Yeah. One of those deals, and I was in like a rickety wooden press box that I thought would collapse at any second. And I think like I said, the team, oh, they're down to ten men. Like it was a soccer game. First experience. Red card. We are uh, about to get going Thank here, you, and it is uh, it's one ten on both sides. So again, pretty much coin flip. Um, there are a couple of there are a couple of books out there. Rest of country, if you did want to shop around a little bit, that you know you can save a penny or two. But it is pretty much one ten on both sides everywhere right now, um, and that that total still sitting at six everywhere. Rest of country as well, although there is one 
rogue five and a half. But if you want the Ooh. over, it is massively juiced to minus one thirty. So I would just take the plus money on the six and and Make, risk yeah. the push. But I'm not laying the. The, the minus 130 there for the over on five and a half. That's that's a good point. A couple quick baseball updates, and we'll get to our NBA draft discussion. A tough beat if you had Reds first five tonight, Matt. 3-1, top of the fifth. Nice, juicy, plus money price with Luis Castillo on the mound. Gets us into some trouble in the top half. Freddie Freeman, base hit to load the bases. At, that, that drives in Gavin Lux, 3-2. And then uh, Castillo hits Chris Taylor with the bases loaded to drive in a run on a on sort of a check swing play. So it is now... Uh, it is now still bases loaded. There is only one out, and it is 3-3, top of the fifth. So, uh, yikes, RIP, if you, and you're likely going to lose that first five ticket. Uh, if you took the Reds there, and then the two finals, John Gray and the Rangers, they do beat Zach Wheeler in the Phils 4-2. That has gone final as a plus 135 underdog. Mike Clevenger and the Padres officially do beat Madison Bumgarner in the D-backs 10-4, laying about $1.60 uh, at least at most shops in the market. So, and, uh, If any Cardinals fans were worried about Goldschmidt, he is uh, another homer. He, he he's gone deep. Oh, yes, geez. yes. So he he two run shot. Cardinals take an early two nothing lead here. Oh, on that's the a regression yes. that has officially <laughs> come for for one there, Clower. Uh, so we and Paul Goldschmidt, uh, NL MVP favorite as of right now. That will only continue those odds to shorten. Last at last check, about a dollar seventy five plus one seventy five. They're on the favorite. Let us transition to the NBA draft. We'll talk more with the, with the Vegas refund. He of which is basically an international man of mystery. In about an hour's time to get his thoughts on the NBA draft. But Matt, we have seen this uh, this market move all over the place today. At least for number one pick. And after we had the discussion about all the Paulo Boncaro steam and movement over the last couple of days, today we saw the number rise back up, at least on Jabari Smith. Now a $3 favorite here at DraftKings to go number one overall. Yeah. Up to 380 because oh, this keeps okay. moving. I was about to say, it, yeah. seems, like the, uh, it, it seems like someone has, has spoken. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's appearing that way. Uh, I think there's is also a lot of... A lot of intelligent betters coming in with. I mean, this was at this was at DraftKings at minus one forty at one point yesterday. I, I I think there's some betters that saw that and said this guy is still probably the rightful favorite. And uh, yeah, that's all the way up to three eighty now. Uh, Boncaro at plus three twenty and Chet at plus five fifty. Five fifty. Yeah. yeah, that is that's yeah that's the current market that we're looking at with this. I mean, listen, this is one of those deals where we were we've talked to a few different guys about this and, and you know everybody was saying that the line move that probably happened tonight was going to be the one that made the most sense and going to be the one that probably is the most informed i think that it's spoken at this point that it seems like the the consensus here is smith barring some sort of last minute trade or something like that of that number 1 pick um so you know look we saw this happen in the, in the NFL draft Somehow it got out, it started to move, and had you bet it anywhere along the way, you still would have cashed the ticket, right? So I'm not going to sit here and tell you don't bet it. We got a goal. Already? It's lightning goal. Uh, I don't know who scored uh it. Uh Uh-oh. That was fast. Uh Is someone scooping cash? Matt and I each have a lightning guy. 36 seconds in. It was the Sorelli who we literally joked about. Sorelli at 22 to 1. Unbelievable. Wait, did you have Sorelli? No, no, but oh. I joked about. Oh, of oh, course, so we're Shirley's still, we're still okay. We're still as usual on primetime action. We picked six first goal scorers, and we're still live after the hey, first goal. Hey, there's a reason why we said do not tail us <laughs> yep. on this yep. bet. Amongst the three of us, we have six different players in this game, and none of them score the first goal. Twenty-two. Wait, to this one. is this is like okay. This guy, the goal. So the mask was. It looked like he yeah. batted the puck with the mask. Yeah, he got he he hits the goalie in the in the face. 
wiping his mask away, and then gets a nice, easy goal. Wow. Yeah. Hockey. Goal. Man sport. Hockey. Yeah, that's, that's a good way to describe it. Goal. Sorelli. <laughs> it's like, there it is. Goal. It's, it's good. Goal. I'm glad it counts. Uh, and that was, yeah. Let's go over six. Less than 40 seconds into the game. Wow. Yes, we that's good for the over. Good for the over. Over on track. Over, uh, I would say, yes, Kelly. Well, uh, it, uh, still six and a half, but now way, way over juice here, minus 145, at least uh, what, I, what I'm seeing right now. Uh, Kelly, I know you have some wagers you've already made on, on this. If you want uh, to I, me- I bet Chet Holmgren had a horrible number uh, early on at plus 160. I, I, I do think that this, Matt, Matt and I talked a little bit about this the past couple of days. I, from everything I've read now the past few days, and really read, reading a ton of mock drafts and kind of dialing in on this more, I, I'm with you, Matt, where I think, I, I don't think Jabari Smith's a lock there at number one. I still think there's some things that could happen. Uh, I do think that one through three, it is going to be Smith, Bancaro, and Holmgren, though. I don't really think – I think I would be surprised to see any movement there. And then I even think four through six is kind of set, even though we could see some trades. I think it's going to be Jade and I, and uh, Keegan Murray, and Matherin in some sort of order in that three uh, – three, uh, or four, five, six spots. So I, I think that's where we're going to probably see some trades in those four or fives uh, picks. For I, I think someone's going to jump up and try to gr- grab Ivy at some point. But um, but yeah, I don't I don't know. I think even I think plus five fifty is getting long on Holmgren, who I think has the greatest upside in this draft. In, in my opinion, just he's he's everybody wants to talk about how is he going to be able to hold up in the NBA? And I kind of counter with, well, I I mean. Yes, it's a fair point. He's a skinny guy. We haven't really seen a lot of body types like this before. But in today's NBA, you're talking about a seven foot one defensive force, uh, you know, on that side of the floor, and a guy who can step out and shoot forty percent from the three point line on the offensive side. I, I mean, isn't that exactly what you're looking for in today's NBA? So, I, yes, I think that there he might have the lowest floor of those three, but he, ha- I think he has the highest ceiling. And if you have the number one pick in the NBA draft with no absolute standout superstar, I, I think he'd be the guy I'd still be picking. But um, Jabari Smith, I understand it. Six foot 10. He's a premier shooter. Uh, I, he's going to be a guy that's probably starting in the NBA for 10 years, whether he's a, a star or not. Uh, and, and Bancaro, I, I, he's he's the most NBA ready day one guy, right? So they all kind of make sense in, in, in different, in different fashions, and the one, I, even though I'm attracted by that home room plus 550, it does really feel like Chet, maybe of all three of them, is dialed into that two spot to the Thunder more than kind of any of the other three are connected to a single team. So I, I would stay away from, I guess, the number one market mm-hmm. right now. Well, like the fits make a lot of sense. Where like Jabari Smith to Orlando makes a ton of sense. It's just a matter of does Orlando feel like they have the ability to trade down with Orlando if, or I should say with Oklahoma city, if like the thunder really want to use all their draft capital and really want to move up to take a Paolo or if they really wanted to take Chet. And that's kind of where we've seen some of this uh, Boncaro movement. Arkansas uh, takes it two to one two lead one? on a 427 oh. foot Homer Whoa. with a 107 and a half mile per hour <laughs> exit velocity. Oh, geez. So, Look, we've had we've had some games in Omaha where the wind has been blowing like 20, 25 miles an hour in. That does not, and when you're hitting the ball yeah. that hard, that does not really. Yeah, that where, thing where the wind is. is going. Oh, 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 we just got the it. ump, the ump cam, or the uh, home plate umpire cam. 24 degree launch angle, 428, 107.5 velo. Holy cannoli! <laughs> 
Uh, we'll have more NBA draft talk, don't worry, with Vegas refund coming up at 9.15 on the East Coast. Uh, but we'll come back, see what's going on in the hockey game as well. And, uh, as, and we also will get set for our golf draft that is still to come on a busy night. Primetime action here from VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Dodgers, that's what Matt Brown just said, because we're back on primetime action. Crazy, like it went from being a horrific beat to now you might push or you might win. Reds, Dodgers, we're going to get to our golf preview here in just a second, uh, back on PTA. But I mean, Matt, this thing was 3 1 Reds going to the top of the fourth in a, or sorry, top of the fifth, excuse me, in a game with a four and a half or five first five total. And, uh, well, not only has the total been blown to smithereens, it is now 4-4, bottom of the fifth, second and third, one out, as Tyler Anderson uh, gives up a, a game-tying homer to Albert Almora Jr. and now a double to Brandon Drury after hitting Jonathan India and both of these pitchers here. Uh, we, we saw Luis Castillo earlier really implode in the top half, and now Tyler Anderson doing the same thing here in the bottom half. There's going to be bad beats or fortunate wins for someone. If somebody's going to yes, have someone, one of the other. Yes, yeah. someone's going to have one or the other in this one because this looked this looked like it was heading in a direction, and then it was zigged and zagged and then and zagged then it, back and then again. it was yeah. not going in that yeah. direction. So We, we yeah. even had, Matt, I don't even know if you caught, but we got, we got a tweet from someone last night even talking about how, uh, how they stumbled upon our show like last year, and it was – it was wondering who these psychopaths were that were just be- were betting the Dodgers every time they were down a run or two, mm-hmm. and then it ended up working oh. out every time. I had that Whoa. thought in my head earlier and never pulled the trigger on it. <laughs> wow. Did you see that? Play, fly, fly ball to medium left field. <laughs> India, <laughs> India tags at third. Play at the plate. Chris Taylor nails him. Perfect throw. And the game and the first five innings ends 4-4. <laughs> so, <laughs> are you kidding me? I mean, it's like an absolute laser from left. Oh, my God. Oh. Dead on. And it like yeah. perfect throw. And Dead on. So if you're a Reds backer, you went from thinking you had this thing in the bag <laughs> with a big plus money price to, oh, no, you got screwed, to, oh, wow, we're going to win, to, oh, no, oh, double play, wow. fly out, 7-2 put so out, brutal. and it is 4-4 going to the sixth inning. Man. We do have a double tonight by Mount Castle. Oh. He hadn't hit oh. a home run, though, but he, he did double. His total bases was one and a half, though. Orioles up 3 so. nothing. You're good there. Yeah, Orioles up. So you only bet his home runs, not total bases. Yeah, we only bet home runs around here oh, for, for him. Yeah, I saw your loser video last night, and I just assumed it was because they got shut out and Mountcastle did not hit a home run. That 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 would be it. That's yeah, how I, that, I did. You, I did bet him put hit the home operation order of operations together. Yeah. Meanwhile, still one nothing. Kelly, we had what? We had a near goal, maybe, or was that just you yelling, rooting for stuff? To I don't know what's there. going on, Ben. Yeah, there's oh. probably, I, I, you know, what I think is a near goal <laughs> might not be a near goal at all. They like cross the blue line, and you're like, score! I just yelled at the TV for for them to shoot. I'm like, what are you doing? Just shoot. Pucks on net. Pucks in deep. That's Come right. On. Uh, shot advantage, though, after Colorado's dominated the shots, shot count in the first three games. It is six to 6-2 Tampa on the, on the SOG so far, nearly eight minutes into the game. One, uh, one to nothing right there. And as uh, Matt had mentioned right before the break, 2-1 Arkansas in the College World Series game on a just mega blast in that game. And they're about halfway home there from Omaha in the college baseball. That is now the top of the fifth inning between Arkansas and Ole Miss. All right. Ready to talk some golf, Matt? Let's do it. Travelers Championship. Let's do it. And to get everybody caught up, if you have not heard what has happened today, Justin Thomas this morning withdraws back injury. Sung J.M. right before we went on the air 
withdraws as well. Not sure what his injury is. It's unspecified as of right now. We already knew there would be no Abraham answer, no Brooks Kepka as a result of their defection to the Live Golf Tour. So as things stand now, Matt, we have uh, the, at least the odds have shifted here right at the top of the market and Rory McIlroy still remaining, though, uh, your favorite, at least at this point. Yeah, if you are looking to bet the top of the board, the odds are pretty interesting here. We'll talk about the our plays a little bit later, but I... I kind of avoided this uh, this area here. Rory McIlroy eight to one, Scotty Scheffler eight to one, Cantlay twelve, Sam Burns sixteen, Spieth eighteen, Xander eighteen, Seamus Power twenty five to one. I, this is Keegan Davis. Bradley. Like, I'm just gonna, I'm going to say twenty five to one. Let, let me just be the guy real quick, Matt. If anybody watches this show, especially on Wednesdays, there's not many bigger Keegan Bradley fans out there than me. Do not bet Keegan Bradley at 25 to 1 ever. Okay, ever. And Seamus Power probably falls in that group as well. It's I would say Brian Harmon also at 35 to 1. Dude, it's it a little short. It, like these odds here. I mean, you'll you'll see whenever we get to my my betting card here. This was before even these odds got this silly, but I thought the odds were silly as it was anyway, which yeah. is why my whole card is made out of the the middle and then the there's just a few bombs as well. Um, anyway, Keegan 25, Joaquin Neiman's at 30, Mito Pereira's at 30, Brian Harmon at 35, HV3 at 35, Finau at 35. When we get to the 40s, starting to get some interesting names. Uh, Davis Riley at 40, Fleetwood at 40, Leishman 50, Aaron Wise at 50, Brendan Steele 65, Denny McCarthy 65, Webb Simpson 65. So some of these guys that we've bet somewhere along the way, you can mm-hmm. still get at least some decent prices on. As we kind of get um, into that middle tier of these guys, but man, these odds at the top of the board, Kelly, got absolutely wonky. And listen, I understand Rory's playing awesome, Scotty Scheffler's yeah. playing awesome. They're sitting at eight to one. Both guys came out today and said that the fatigue that they have had, not only physically but mentally, of having to deal with all of this live stuff and answer. All these questions for the last month and all this stuff like that is actually starting to affect them a Doesn't little bit. Doesn't surprise me, especially Rory, right? I mean, Rory's basically had to be a PGA Tour spokesperson. Yeah, and so we're, we're sitting here now. I mean, 8-1. to one. I understand the field got weaker when Justin Thomas pulls out. I understand the field gets weaker when Sung Jam pulls out. But, dude, you, you just can't get me on 8-1. to one. With these guys, you're just, that's a that is a losing proposition every single time to bet these guys. I mean, we, we talk about that often, but especially on ter- in tournaments where we know there's going to be low scores, right? I, like these guys are going to go low. This is going to be between you know, winner here is going to be around minus sixteen, something like that. It's I, I think when you're when you're approaching that too, all it takes is. I mean, anybody's anybody's live pretty much if their putter gets hot for a couple days, right? So I think that's even in these kind of tournaments. I've even tried to be more cognizant of that and try to back off some of the shorter shots. So I, I do have a couple plays. We'll get to them a bit. I did have a couple plays uh, that I ended up going in the twenties, but I'm with you for the most part. I started looking at the middle group. TPC yeah. River Highlands here, uh, right? Ben, it's a course that it, we we talk about the waste management. And you see that party atmosphere and everyone going crazy and stuff like that. So this is kind of like the this is kind of like the summer version of that because it is the second most attended golf tournament on summer. tour. And the final four holes are, are awesome. Yeah, I mean, each year. And so this is also gonna be tons and tons and tons of people out there going absolutely bonkers. With this course, though, it is one of the shorter courses. It's under seven thousand yards. So it's gonna be playing here sixty eight forty one. 
156, 65 in ties. So we go back to the 65 in ties. It was 60 in ties last week, remember? So 65 in ties this week. It is a par 70 yet again, though. So only two par fives. We're only going to uh, get those scoring opportunities a couple of times. And that's something for me that I just didn't. So when it came to that, I didn't even, I don't even care about par fives. I didn't even weigh them at all this week. It wasn't even anything that I care about really at all. I think one of the things that from some guys on the ground so far, the reports here from the travelers is that this rough is going to be brutal absolutely penal um <laughs> is this rough uh it, it, apparently it's cut to about four inches right now i think the weather forecast has them getting a little bit of rain overnight tonight which means this might actually grow up even another little bit more yep. by the time they hit the course in the morning so i didn't look at it today but last night that was the weather forecast yeah yep. and so with that it is going to be like you get over in this in this rough, even though it is a shorter course. And wider over, fairways. You, you have wider fairways. Yeah, you're going to get over in that rough. If you're spraying it all over the place, Ben, it's going to be a brutal, brutal, brutal slog. It's one of those courses, if you look historically over, um, over the times that they played here, missing the fairway, even though the course is shorter and even though you know the fairways are wider, as Kelly just mentioned, but missing the fairway has actually been one of the most penal courses there is on tour – one of the reasons is because of this rough we're talking about in two, it's another small green course. It's, all, it's the ninth small, smallest greens on tour. So whenever you miss and you get all into that stuff out there, it's very hard to hit it out of that and get it onto the and, green. Oh, and you think, too, ninth widest fairways on mm. tour, and really the main course is defenses, A, the rough, and then B, windy, you know, poor, poor weather conditions. So you'd, you'd automatically think, all right, well, driving plays a big emphasis. But I know, as you talked about with, with Wes earlier, it's not as simple as that this week where historically we've seen a number of different types of golfers win. Yeah. So like at the end of the day with your modeling, I mean, how, how much did you go into the actual off the tee stuff versus the, the proximity and some, because you're going to see a lot of guys with the, with the mid iron to short wedges in on a lot of these, especially a lot of these par fours, which kind of dominate the course here. Yeah. I'll get into, I'll get into the actual nuts and bolts of the, of the, of the model here okay. next seven. So I don't want to, I don't want to run good. it into, to break here, but I mean, as far as scoring goes, as Kelly mentioned, I mean, this thing could could turn into a birdie fest, especially if it just softens up overnight and then there's absolutely no weather yeah. at all like like over the next couple of days. And so if we're looking at that, I mean, because we've seen Harris English won at 13 under, but if you go a little bit further back, as we're talking about, like 2020, 19 under for just Dustin Johnson. Chess Reeve was at 17 under. Bubba at 17 under. So this thing can turn into a, a, a deal where you can go out there and you can absolutely light this course up if the conditions give it to you. And so it looks like it's leaning more towards that than it is like a lower scoring type week. So it wouldn't – like the winner, in my opinion, the way I went and built all of this, I don't know what you did, but I built this based on upside. I built this based on me a too. 15, 16, 17, 18-ish type score is going to have to win this. Thing. Yeah, me too. Um, it, 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 yeah, me, me too. There's others. You know, We'll get to our bets and models right. on the other side, like you said. But also, I think with all these birdie fests, I play a little bit less on the finishing positions than normal because so much volatility can happen You know, on Sunday. And you know, so many different scores. Guys can get low. Your guys get bounced out. So Makes sense. All right, we'll have both of these guys best bets talk modeling when we return on the travelers championship also update some scores on the other side as we continue here on primetime action
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Put some cash in your pockets with the Wrangler Hoops Draft Challenge. Make your picks on where the future stars will land at DraftKings.com slash Wrangler and compete for your share of $10,000 in prizes. Wrangler for the ride of life. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply to DraftKings.com for details. What is it about the Wrangler for it's life? Just- just Brett Favre loves Wranglers. You see the jacket? It, I mean, it's a great jacket. After we just said, who is the first sports person you think of when you think of Wranglers? We'll show you the jacket on break. Favre. We'll show you the jacket on break. It's fine. Don't worry about okay. it. I like, caught a corner out of the corner of my eye. I was yeah. like, is that what I think? But I couldn't tell for sure. Yeah, yeah, we'll just, yeah. It was? Okay. It'll be interesting. Um, 
So as we uh, as we were discussing as on, as on we as we move on here. So with that, what this basically did for me, I emphasized very very heavily off the tee. Um, so too. I'm always trying to tweak my models and things and whatnot and try and, and get to a position where you know I want them to be. So one of the things you can do in the the, the place that Kelly and I build models, whatever, is like, you know, you can just you save your models year over year, right? And so I look back on what I did last year. I didn't have the greatest travelers. And so I just blew that model completely up and went went, went in a different direction. And so, um, you know, if I have a good tournament, I'll put a little note on it. Okay, you had a good tournament. You have a bad tournament, you know, to blow this thing up and go in a different direction. So I blew it up, went in a different direction, and just went super, super heavy off the tee just to see – um, what's going to happen this week from that? I knew I wasn't going to play the top of the board, and so that's also why I did this because I wanted to go and get some results on some guys that I think if they play to a 90th percentile finish here, then they can be in the mix whenever it comes down to it. And so that's how I went about it. So I went 25% strokes gained off the tee, 20% approach, 10% fairways gained, and then 10% good drives. So I just have all wow. kinds of off-the-tee stuff going on here. Then I did 10% birdie or better as well because I think, again, I think this course is going to play to, towards more of the higher scoring. So I did 10% birdie or better. I did 10% of ground the green because, again, we are still playing with small greens here. Even guys that hit good approaches in might still miss the green at some point. Yeah. I don't want those guys going up there and chunking it all around. I need them to be able to get up and get down and move on to the next hole and then go birdie that one. Um, I did proximity 125 to 150. I know that the majority of them are going to come 125 to 175, but these guys have gotten so good at hitting longer irons that – I actually wanted to skew on the lower end because you see so many times they're messing up with like little little wedge shots yeah. in and stuff because it's like saw a lot of that last week. That's yeah, for sure. because it's like they hit them so they they hit it like so rarely now because par fours like it's just it's like they're driving it so far. Every single no par five is a three shot par five anymore. Like everything is a two shot hole. Everything is there so. Um, and, and Matt, like I think that that's an important note about this course too, right? Because these guys know these guys know. Yes, the fairways might be wide, but they know how they know how penal the rough is, so they know they need to stick mm. in the fairways. So you'll see a lot of these guys, even if they're longer hitters, they might go dial down a three wood mm. off the tee and not take the driver off there, so that their yes, their second mm. shot ends up being a little longer, but they want to make sure they're in the fairway. Uh, I did greens and regulation gained, and then I ended it with just a tiny bit of driving distance. Again, not something that I was prioritizing this week. Driving distance doesn't hurt just here never hurts you, by yeah. any stretch of the imagination, but it was more of a tiebreaker for me. Like, yeah. in, in if there was a guy that I actually, you know, if I was on the fence with two guys, maybe I'd go with the guy that has a little bit more driving distance. But more than anything, I didn't factor it in too, too much. In this one, because again, it is still a little bit of a shorter course, and and so uh, that's how I went. I don't know how you structured the, the the model on your end, but like I said, I I blew up what happened last year. Went back to the drawing board this year, and and we'll see how it spits out things this yeah, year. Yeah, mine uh, mine is oh sixty percent of it is is off the tee stats and approach in approach mm. in approach stats. So that was a very similar to what you looked at. Uh, strokes gained off the tee, good drives, uh, strokes gained approach, greens and regulations factor, factored in a 
bit. Um, I did build in a par fours, 400, 450 yards. Wes was talking about there is eight of those on the course. I did factor in proximity 125 to 175, but a very small percentage. Strokes gain around the green, I factored in too, but again at another at a smaller percentage. Just like you were talking about before, Matt, kind of when we're looking at these possible birdie fests, it's one of those, well, Strokes, strokes gain around the green is going to come into play, but if you're winning this tournament, you're probably not going to put yourself in situations like that as often as the rest of the field. So yeah, I, I did, then I weighed more heavily a little bit. You know, birdies are better gained and opportunities gained is is what I looked at uh, to fill out the rest of my model. So um, you know, don't know uh, where you want to go here. I, I guess I'll just start with my bets. Yeah, and really it. where it wound it up. Sure, wound up. Sure, a lot of the guys, as you would expect, are near the top of the model. Scheffler, JT, when he was in it, Rory. Those are the names that were coming out for the last twelve, last twenty-four, last thirty-six. I will make note, and we've seen this guy often in our modeling because um, he, at least statistically, he always shows up as Mito Pereira. He was number one in my last twenty-four model, number two in my last thirty-six model. Um, so getting over to my bets. Outrights, I played Burns, Spieth, I uh, played Sam Burns 21 to 1. Just we see this guy able to win on any kind of course. Uh, you know, had a T15 here la- last year at this tournament. So, you know, at least has a little bit of experience or T13 last year at this tournament. So, it does have some experience on this course. And this is one of those courses where I, th- I think tournament history does matter here uh, a fair amount. But getting over 20 to 1 on Sam Burns was a play on for me. Uh, also played him in the top 20 market. Jordan Spieth able to find it. 25 to 1. He was fourth in my last 24 round model, um, you know, and top five as well, uh, fourth as well in my last 36 round model. Uh, so played an outright to him at 25 to 1. Uh, again, you know, apologies for people watching out there. Yes, a lot of these numbers are not available anymore with Justin Thomas withdrawing. Uh, that really skews things. Um, but other outrights I went with, Joaquin Neiman, he was top 10 in every model I ran. Uh, Mito Pereira did take a 50-1 to 1 on him, um, and that's really where I ended with outrights. And then we get to, I just played a few finishing position uh, bets this week. Um, Sam Burns, Jordan Spieth, Brendan Steele in the top 20s, and then a top 30 on Keegan Bradley. Do think he's a great, I, I think Keegan's a great fit for this course. Uh, you know, has good history here. Uh, Northeast, Northeast kid, another Northeast tournament. I think you should expect him to play well this week. I'm just not betting an outright on him. Um, and then for matchups, Mito over Seamus Power at minus 120. And then Jordan Spieth, just uh, no disrespect to Scotty Scheffler, it's just plus 190 on a guy that I don't think is mu- that much worse than Scheffler in this situation. I- I'm going to take that number almost every time. So, uh, yeah, those are all my bets for the week. 22 to twenty-two to ones available for Spieth out there, rest of country, if you do want to shop around a little bit. On him. Um, so for me, it's the same. It, it's a lot of the big names that all appear at the top here. But like I said, I'm just moving off of those guys this week for, for a few different reasons. Like I said, one, some of these guys are already talking about how they're a little bit fatigued. They didn't want to pass up this opportunity also to play this tournament. This is a this is a player favorite tournament as well. They love that the crowd and they love the atmosphere and all that stuff. So um I'm. I just moved off of of those guys and found more value. I just didn't find any value at the top, and so I just moved way down the board here. Um, and my first my first outrights on on Joaquin Neiman at thirty one to one. And honestly, I don't know if Joaquin Neiman if that number is even fair to him. I mean, look when we when we kind of look at this guy as another one of those guys that seems like a perennial 
top 10-ish but never t- and top 20-ish yeah. guy but never really like you know cl- kind of closing the deal and stuff. That being said, this course really does fit him here because he's long enough and straight enough that he could as you mentioned take a bunch of three woods off the tee if necessary if he's not hitting fairways at, at the beginning and and still have a pretty good showing here, really good to ground the green. It, just a dude that was popping in every single, you know, basically in every single portion of yeah. everything that I was looking for. L- last 36 rounds, he ranks top eighth in around the green and birdies or better gain, which I think is huge here. I struggled mightily to put a Davis Riley 40 to one ticket in the account, but this is strictly just not ignoring the numbers that I'm getting here. So yeah. I had to play him at 40 to one. He's very high in every single version of everything that I ran. It's the same thing with Aaron Wise at 45 to one that I have in there. These are guys that we're typically trying to play in that 60 to 70 ish range that we, that we typically get them at. And, but fields weaker down a little bit. They're playing very well. They're hot. So I've got him at 40 and 45 to one. Mito Pereira, same deal. So Kelly, number one in my model in the in the 36 round and 24 round. And then if you go to the 12 round, he's there as well. So we have long long-term form. We have short-term form yep. for Mito Pereira. Um, so have him in there at 50 to 1. Denny McCarthy is more of a hey, look. We've seen golfer. guys, we have seen yeah. guys who have put really, really well, have a lot of success here. You're going to go, wait, Matt, you said that people, you don't really care about putting on stuff. Unless it's Denny McCarthy, who is the best putter on tour every single year, year in and year out. Like, the guy is just, like, that skill he actually has and carries over. Brilliant around the greens last week. Great form right now. From from week to week. And so I did play McCarthy in his putter in this one at 66 to 1. Some bombs are uh, some guys, David Lipsky, JJ Spawn, and Nate Lashley, all at over 200 to 1 because those guys were finishing way, way higher in every version of my model than those those odds did. I like how you catch categorize them separately. It's bombs. Okay, we'll have our golf draft coming up next. We'll update scores as well as we roll into our final hour right here on Primetime Action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. 
In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.